Conversations, driving change forward. Hey, hey, welcome back to the next episode of Alpha Relations. Look at this. This is a treat. We are back. We are live. We are well, and we are good to go. Guys, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm looking at Alex and Luca right now, and they're just, they, they just want to laugh. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Get it out of, get it out of our system. Get it out of our system. Guys, welcome back. In all honesty, we're very thankful for those who have come along for the next episode in Alpha Relations. I am one of your hosts, Alan. Hey, guys. It's Alex. Nice, Luca. There we go. We have the full squad in today. And uh, we're just going to jump right into it. But guys, before we get started, we, we quickly need to talk about the first episode, what that experience has been like thus far. Uh, it hasn't even been one week yet, but uh, I'm just going to go right off the bat and say it's just been it's been a roller coaster of fun, fun, excitement and just learning all all the way. You know, I mean, here we were um, since April planning this while having while virtually celebrating the end of semester. I had shared this idea with Luke and Alex and we're, we're slowly getting tipsy and I tell them what's going on. And the more we drank, the more inspiration came to mind. Correlation, maybe that's up to you. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I mean, without making a plan and committing to it, I mean, we wouldn't be here as of today. So yeah, I just wanted to thank these guys, thank myself and fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. What about you guys? Uh, any any thoughts, uh, feelings, experiences? What's going on right now with the, the first episode, with this being a, a legitimate podcast as we speak? It's been quite the process, as Alan was suggesting. We did have a little bit of struggle at the beginning distributing the podcast to all of our platforms, which you may have noticed Google Podcasts came a little bit later to the party than all of our other platforms. So that was a little bit stressful for us. Ultimately, we're really excited that now we were we are all on the platforms. And we are waiting, however, on Amazon Music to officially drop their their podcast platform. Yeah. And we will be joining them once they officially release so we're really excited about that hell yeah hell yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it was honestly so exciting you know like we've been like planning this for so long so when we released that it was like it was just such a big like yeah we did this finally you know felt well, actually really great yeah yeah the only thing is you know it's, it's just hearing your voice on like <laughs> <laughs> every time like every time i listen to us on the podcast it come to my part and i'm just like oh my god why am I like that? You were you know? beautiful. You were <laughs> Why am I sensational, like my good sir? You know, but it's it, it was fun. You know, it's fun, and I'm uh, and I'm excited to get into this one. Actually, I'm excited. You know, we got get our first one out interview. of it. Yeah, yeah. Ready okay. to get into the interview, Luca? Okay, okay. That's a little a little something from the last episode that uh, just, uh, really grinds his gears there. But hey, we loved it. We loved it. <laughs> Oh, God, it's all about the experience. We do, we really do. Oh, <laughs> all right, guys. So um, we're just uh, we're gonna move on to our next part here. It is, as some of you may or may not already know, a rather important month regarding suicide prevention. And Alex and Luca just have a little PSA that they want to tell us over the next minute or two. So I'm just gonna hand it off to them. Yeah. So like Alan said, the month of September is Suicide Awareness Month. So we just wanted to use our platform to talk about suicide really quickly. Uh, it's a topic that affects millions of people yearly. 
So it's really important to get the message out there. So we looked up some little statistics. And according to the World Health Organization, someone around the globe dies by suicide every 40 seconds. And suicide is the second leading cause of deaths among Canadians under 25 years old. So being within that demographic, it's really important to be aware of what's going on and to know the proper resources if you or someone you know is struggling. So we just wanted to let you know that we're here. You could check in with us anytime. And it's important to remember that you're not alone in this. Yeah, no, it's yeah. good, man. Yeah, exactly. And um, although our podcast is not necessarily a Concordia podcast, we do want to bring to your attention for Concordia students different services that are available for mental health support. The first one is the Empower Me, um, which is a 24-7 telecounseling support in both French and English. Uh, we connect with counselors, consultants, and life coaches online and on the phone, as well as Concordia Student Nightline, um, which is totally anonymous. It's confidential. You can connect with a Concordia student who is there to aid, support, and just talk. They are there between the times of 6 p.m. and 3 a.m. on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And they are there to help you out if you need anybody to talk to. Um, that also applies with um, McGill, who have their own nightline, which is very similar to uh, Concordia, which is also their their own way of it, which is uh, a McGill student-run program that they have over there. Uh, I also want to bring to your attention the, the Crisis Service Canada, um, which is a 24 hours available for call, as well as um, for text between 4 p.m. and 12 a.m., and the last one I just want to bring to to uh, your attention is the um, Suicide Action Montreal, which offers support services, crisis workers, and monitoring for people who are at risk of committing suicide, uh, for their friends and family, and for people who are affected by suicide. And we really want to bring this to your attention because, you know, we you guys need to know you guys are not a- alone, right? You know, it could be dark, it could be lonely out there, um, but just know things do get better. And I know right now you may feel like you're against the ropes and you're maybe you're feeling like you're drowning, but things will get better and you will get to a point one day where you're just going to look back and be thankful that you kept on pushing forward and you kept on going. Uh, and I promise you one day it will get better. Yeah, man. No, that was great. That was great. Thank you to Luke and Alex for sharing those resources, putting it out there. And like we said, we're just uh, we're trying to look out for everyone. It's uh, It could be a tough time, tougher for others uh, than, uh, than some of us, but maybe check out those resources if you need a hand. And the journey to start on these paths, you know, may be difficult, but they're there is help along the way. Don't forget that you're not you're not alone out there. And like you were saying, Luca, this is this is a tough time, particularly as we mentioned it too in episode in our first episode regarding COVID. It's it's particularly tough due to the isolation, as many of us have been experiencing. But I I think that it's also very important to to provide you know a just our own experiences regarding tips and tricks regarding for success. Anyway, so just regarding that, guys. Um, COVID going on and self-isolation and many of us returning back to a busy semester at school, studying, no matter where you are. We wanted today to go over some tips, tricks, um, our own experiences, things that we've heard that could uh, support you or maybe just things to avoid as well uh, as we are all traversing this uh, semester online or uh, indefinitely. But let's hope it doesn't come down to that. So, I mean, right off the bat, guys, I'm just going to let you know, being at the computer desk, you got to get up. You got to get up and stretch. Honestly, I mean, I have two or three back-to-back days of nothing but courses. I'm also a TA for a few other uh, classes at Concordia University. And I'm not going to lie, I'm sitting in my chair 
It's getting tough. I got back pain. I got to stretch it out. So number one, get up, take a walk, go outside, get some fresh air. You got a balcony, take a cigarette. If you do that, whatever works, whatever works, um, go play with the dog, go for a mini jog, whatever you got to do, grab a snack because it is tough staying in the same spot. That's it. I'm looking at Alex. I'm looking at Luca. They're like, amen to that. Amen to that. You know, know, they actually say that for every hour you're in front of your computer, you should take a 10 minute break. Do they now? Something like that. Yeah. What happens if a 10 minute break ends up being like a three hour movie? Is that still acceptable? (laughs) You gotta discipline yourself at the end of the day. That's true. That's true. I think, I think that's a great point that you're, you're bringing up there. Discipline. Because guys, I'm not going to lie. I mean, there we are. We're at our computers. You're listening to the teacher. It may get boring. You may be tired. You might wander off. You're going to go on Facebook, on Instagram, maybe do a little bit of shopping on Etsy. See what's what. Amazon. I get it. I've done it too. In fact, I've even played video games with Luca time to time. He drinks some courses. <laughs> oh, God. We came out all right, though. We came out. We came out on top. But uh, I mean, just just be honest with yourself that it is... It's, it's not something that, I mean, at least for myself, I'm very comfortable doing. I mean, being stuck in one place as I'm a very proactive person. I like to move around. I'm sure there are others like you out there, but uh, make mini reminders, get up, take that 10 minute walk or that three hour movie, whatever works for you. So that's, uh, that's my little point regarding just uh, your self-awareness, you know, when it comes down to being on online platforms regarding education. Just uh, to Alan's point and what I said before about being disciplined, I find that now that we are all at home and working on our computers and not really having that day-to-day routine that we used to have with the commute to school, being at school, all of that, I think it's really important to have an agenda if that's your your way of keeping track of your assignments, your work, anything, or if you would prefer to have like a homework app on your phone. I just think it's important to be extra organized and extra prepared even more so now because at least since we have less of a daily routine, that agenda or your to-do list will keep you focused and on task so you know that you have to do certain things from day to day. So that's kind of what I've been doing to help with the being at home online class style and it's really helpful. That's good. I got to be honest. Like I, I mean, I have had agendas. I have not never personally bought my own, but I have received them, let's say from, from high school. I mean, elementary stage up uh, for free handouts. And each time I was like, you know what, this is it. I'm going to use my agenda for the first time. I'm not even kidding. Within a week, I'm ditching it out in the recycling bin. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Right? don't get me wrong. Agendas are great if it works for you, but I'm just someone who typically, I tend to keep it up in my mind. It usually functions 90, maybe 95% of the time. And when it can't, I write things out on paper. I'm a visual person, but I've never, I never owned an agenda or taken it very seriously too. Mm. That's it. What about you, Luca? Any yeah, thoughts I'm, on that? I'm actually exactly the same as you. Whenever like, we're in class, I high five. The, all, all the, <laughs> you can't, you can't see us right now. I mean, I'm not perfectly <laughs> high-fiving right now, <laughs> but pretty much like, yeah, same thing. Like mid-class at like the top of my notebook, that's where I'd write like the date. And I can put like a little asterisk next to it. And then like, that's usually how I remember to, to like when assignments and everything's coming up and exams. Um, I, I like what you guys are saying. I think that you no know, personally going through an online class this summer really got me a little more aware of what I need to do going into this online semester. You know, I felt like I was 
the it, it's it's a little bit of an adjustment when it's online and it's supposed to be like a in class person um in class um but you know these teachers have done and the, the staff and faculty at concordia anyways have done an absolutely amazing job so far to, to adapt even during the summer like i don't know how they they managed to pump out all the modules to for the um for the course and the readings yeah. and get everything mm-hmm. prepared like that uh, they did a really great job personally i just took a long time to adapt so just some tips that i have um one of the biggest one is to treat it like it's an in-person semester pretty much you know wake up get dressed and that's obviously hard because like it's easy to just wake up like legit like five minutes before class roll out of bed and like yeah still we're online your sweats, you know? and yeah underwear. And legit still in your pjs like straight up you know yep. it's so easy yep. but like just taking that time to like get ready get into like a routine and that's like the big one especially if yeah. your classes are gonna have um pre-recorded lectures it's so easy to just push it and push it and push it but if you're able to schedule a time during your week where you're going to have a specific class or you're going to take the time for that class, it's going to help you so much during, you know, having it online just to stay structured and stay disciplined. You know, discipline, like you guys were talking about, you know, it could be really hard, but it's so important um, to be successful online. Yeah. And also just taking the time just to try to figure out, you know, a little study place. You know, um, it could be a little bit tough at home with people being around to have a quiet study place, but just doing your best to find like at least a little consistent spot where you could study where you're comfortable and get down to business. And um, yeah, and I, I think Alan had some great points about just, you know, s- pretty much staying active, right? Going outside, taking some fresh air, taking time out of your day, um, prioritizing your mental health. That's gonna be the big one, right? Mm-hmm. We started off yeah. with, with a big thing about, you know, mental health and uh, mental health prevent- prevention and uh, I mean, suicide prevention, my bad. Um, and it's honestly, you know, this is some gonna be some tough times for a lot of people. Already, I've I feel like it's just even like the first week, it's like, I just want to be in class with everyone. I want to be yeah. socializing and already like waking up was just such a drag. It just because like you just want to be with people, but just prioritizing your mental health, mental health and, you know, checking on your friends, checking on the people in your class, you know, making sure that you ask people, are you OK? You know, checking up on people is just so important during these times. And yeah, that's it's it's going to be a little bit of an adjustment, but honestly, just taking it the same way as if it's in person, study the same way, same way you always study as if it's an online, I mean, in person exam could be really, really important also. Yeah, no, 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 I agree, man. And you just made me think of something. You guys would remember this as uh, we were part of that uh, Zoom session with uh, our uh, professor, Ron Thiessen, but he gave us a great point where he suggested, regardless for how long we're going to be at home, imagine knowing that it's going to be a struggle for people to know that you got to get out of your bed, you're going to do things online, but that's not tangible enough. It doesn't feel real enough, especially to know that there's a big disconnect that you can't go out and see the people that you used to see on a regular basis, whether that be a classmate, a friend, coworker, what have you. And he says, get ready, all right, as if you were to go outside. So get up, make your bed, put on your clothes, brush your teeth, have some food and get you to the computer. And essentially by getting yourself all prepared up, it's like, it's as if you were going to do outside, except you're doing it inside. So it's like, not that you're tricking your mind essentially, but it's just kind of like you're hyping yourself, right? For what's to come as if, I mean, you were to do it on a regular basis, but the only difference here is that yes, it's at home, but that's, that's exactly where the, where that adjustment comes that Luca was talking about. It's a small adjustment. It's a weird adjustment, but if you do, if you do what you usually do, that you had a part of your daily routine, uh, depending if you were working or going to class or whatever it is, then that might just help. I mean, I try that on some days and I, I'm like, at least for myself, I, I did feel better, felt more functional that I can get on with my day rather than when the pandemic had just first started, I'd be waking up maybe five minutes before a Zoom session 
and I'd still be in my bed. I'm in my underwear and I just like, okay, open the app, get, get in the headphones. All right. I'm itching my eyes. I'm like, oh yeah, I got to wake up here. It's fine because you think it's fine. Like you feel comfortable in that moment, but I still felt at least with myself, I felt shitty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like there's like a lack of motivation. Yeah. You know, no, that's it. The same, you know, like if you're getting up for class, you're going to school. There's like, you're going to class, you're gonna be mm-hmm. with people, you feel a little more motivated to go. But yeah. when it's like online, it's like the connection's not there. So no. it's just, yeah. it's not motivating no. for sure. It's so tough. It's so tough to lock that down and to find that, um, that to find the motivation. But it just, that disconnect really made me feel that as if things weren't real in the sense that, I, I mean, if I can't be there with you guys or be with my coworkers, go, go out or see friends on a regular basis, then what the hell's the point? Mm-hmm. Right? Why care? Yeah. Why care for a moment? And that's, that was a weird time. That's a super weird time. And we all dealt with that. We all, I mean, not we all, but I'm, I'm sure many of us experienced that on our own unique levels. And for myself, as I mentioned, it was a bit of a, not a freak out in the sense like, oh my God, oh my God, like what the hell's happening? What am I going to do? But it just felt, it felt surreal because like, how is this even happening right now? But it is. And I think what just grounded me at the end of the day to pull me back and make me truly realize that, okay, what we're doing, what, despite what is happening, is that, I mean, I'm not the only one. No shit, all right? We are all going through this, but let's communicate about it because through the communication is where the understanding will come like, okay, well, look at, look at Luca's perspective. Look at Alex's perspective. Oh, look at that. Many of us are having a hard time. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's the strength in knowing that, I mean, we're all in the dark, but we're all trying to figure out how to get outside of this cave together. Excuse the cheesy metaphor. I couldn't resist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So no, I mean, just to just to bring it back to the the tips and tricks. Um, the other thing being that, I mean, guys, resources. I mean, depending if you are in school, if you are at work, check with your managers, check with your instructors, see what they're providing. If there's anything that's confusing, that's not clear to you, if you're a more visual person, then reach out. This is coming back to one of the big sub-themes of the evening. Um, Just, I mean, reach out there. There are people there willing to help to be more accommodating towards one's needs. I know that's a bit scary, especially for some of us. If you've never been in the position where, I mean, if you're very independent, you're proactive, you take the initiative to do things for yourself, then that's fine. But I mean, we're in such a different, unique situation that it's okay to ask for help. It's okay. You know, I mean, I've had moments where I've done that with these guys. I mean, if something doesn't make any sense, I need clarification, then just within within a zap, I mean, I'm communicating with them through one of our our many uh, group chats. So I'm very thankful to have that. It's another little tip. With throwing out. Mm-hmm. What about you, Alex? You look preoccupied. You, it looks like you have no. You're solid. Not preoccupied. No. No. Okay. No. Sorry, I messed up there. It's okay. I'm. I'm. I misread the room. The, the virtual <laughs> room. <laughs> it's harder to get a read online, so you're good. It is. It is. It is. Yeah. yeah. I forgot just to mention back back when I went over the um, you know, the other available services for those who are, aren't um in Concordia or McGill uh, that we will be actually dropping down in our description some links that other people can use, some other resources. Um, if you guys do need um, someone to talk to or if you guys need any help, you know, just just to remind you guys that, you know, prior, prioritize your mental health and you are not alone. You know, although it might seem like you're in a dark place right now, there is a light at the end of the tunnel, as cliche as that is. And, um, you know, just keep on pushing forward. And there is people out there that, are, that actually do care. You know, if there are people on those 
people on those like lines actually do care you know they're there for for a reason you know mm. they, they're genuinely actually people that actually care about other people and that's why they're taking on such a, a role like that so you know reach out if you actually do need help just out of curiosity do you know anyone that, that has been struggling like i mean any type of experience any type of hardship regarding what they've been going through like in any particular way has this um impacted their life or hampered mm. their efforts to be moving forward i have a few family members mm -hmm. Or f like close family friends who have been hit with um, with COVID uh, within their circles, and although that they made pretty speedy recoveries and thankfully everybody is fine, there was quite a little bit of struggle with the the whole thing. As an example, a really good family friend of ours, her mother was placed uh, in a CHSLD. Oh wow! And they were fighting really hard to remove her from the um, the center so that, that they could bring her home because of how high the rates were of um, passings among the, the centers. And they just wouldn't release her, you know? So they, they were fighting a lot with them to try to get her home because they didn't want her to get sick and they didn't want to risk anything because she... Had, I think she's like 92 or something like that. So she's pretty old, you know? So that was something that they were struggling with a lot. And they didn't manage to get her out. And she did get COVID. But thankfully, like I said, like everybody has been fine. But it's just little things like that that we really didn't have to think about before. Mm. It's becoming like really sh a struggle for That's so true. For people, you know? Yeah. Oh, that, that, that's a good point. Oh, and mindset yeah you know i mean just regarding just i mean the, the the concern for others over this um this virus and also over yourself and just the precautions to whatever extent that you practice them like when you walk out your door now it's no longer all right you know i mean where's the wallet where's the watch the cell phone sunglasses car keys all mask right yeah, yeah. it's just i mean that's crazy Think about it. If someone told you, right? If someone told you one year ago, all right, that this shit was going to happen, be honest, how would you have reacted? Get the fuck out. Yeah. No, that's it. That's it. You know? Yeah. I mean, always a distinct possibility. I mean, never say never. But think about that. And it's just, I mean, to wrap our heads around this, I mean, how quickly we have been adapting to. It's amazing to see the what people are doing now. I mean, I just had a family event the other day. It was, uh, as you guys know, like my brother's uh, brother's birthdays, as they are all born the 9th, 10th, and 11th of September. Shout out to my brothers. I love you all. But uh, no, okay. I mean, there we were. We, we, we were celebrating. And, you know, naturally, you want to hug. You know, you want to mm -hmm. hug. You want to have a warm embrace, you know, high fives. All right. Be close to one another. And not to be able to do any of that. And to know that they're not doing it either. Because you, you have a decent understanding as to where the perspective is in terms of uh, practicing the social distance and the other preventative measures. That's just nuts, right? And it's not like we've been going at this for five, 10 years. We've been going at this since March. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, that's... A long time. It, it does feel like a long time. It feels like a long time in a short period of time. Yeah. That's it. It's crazy. It is. It is. It is. It is. What about you guys? Like, I mean, in terms of mindset and adapting to this whole situation? I think I adapted pretty quickly. The only thing that I'm still not 100% used to, I guess, but I'm I'm getting there is the mask thing. 
like something on my face all the time was just really unsettling for me. But I've gotten used to it a little bit, especially now that I have to wear it more frequently for my internship. I've Mm. gotten a little bit more accustomed to it. But that was the one thing that I was just like, "Uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh, I don't like it. Yeah. What's that been like in your setting for your internship? I mean, wearing a mask. Uh, as Alex mentioned in the first episode, guys, she's currently doing her internship uh, in uh, for Applied Human Sciences, and it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's a big project. But so how about you give us a little insight as to what's going on in, uh, in relation to COVID? Yeah, so I had my first week last week, and the protocol is, is very standard. You know, we have to wear masks at all times, basically, for the staff. The students, when they're in their bubbles, they're allowed to remove their masks if they feel comfortable doing so. However, if there's any interaction between a teacher and a student or two students together, they do have to wear masks as they wouldn't be respecting the the two meter distancing. And I caught Alan's face there. The students are allowed to take off their masks yeah. <laughs> when they're in their bubble because once they get to school, they go into their assigned classroom and they have to stay there for the whole day. And they are spaced out enough that if they want to take off their masks, somebody isn't there like breathing in their space. So that's why they are allowed to remove them if they want to. But teachers, um, staff, just in general, they have to keep it on all day. So I'm there for about six hours, I want to say. And the only time I ever really take it off is when I'm in the staff room with the other teachers. Mm-hmm. And we all just take off our masks, take a big, like deep breath, drink some water, you know, and then we get ready to go back out there with the mask. So that's kind of what it's been like. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And But like, is there, is there, a? I mean, I know we were talking about the number of students that uh, you have in your classroom, mm-hmm. but is there enough room not necessarily oh, yeah. within your class, but within the school. I mean, was was so, your school able to accommodate everyone? Yeah. Okay. So basically, we're only 23 students, and I think we're about seven staff members. So we're 30 people in the in the building. However, like the school is laid out a little bit differently. So we only have one floor. So we're one floor for 30 people. And there's three designated classrooms. One classroom has five students. One classroom has six students. So that's very easy to spread out and respect the the social distancing. And the last group, they're 12 or 13. I'm not 100% sure on the number. So they're a little bit closer together, but they're far enough apart that they have like arm's length reach, you know? So they're not super close to each other that if they take off their mask, they'll be all up in each other's business. But from what I've observed so far, it's kind of like half-half. Some of them want to take off the mask. Some of them leave it off, uh, leave it on, sorry. So personally, I think everybody is doing a really good job at like respecting protocol from my observations, you know? Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Luca, what do you think about that? You, you have this, this very poised gaze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, it's actually pretty pretty incredible how fast people have actually adapted to this and how the schools have been actually to mm-hmm. have been able to adapt to this because it's not easy at all especially how easily this this virus seems to be spreading or is able to spread mm-hmm. so it is pretty incredible honestly just to see how their work they did they've been able to do and obviously i hope i hope they're able to stay open and everything's able to continue going because we've we've seen a lot of like headlines uh especially last week about lots of schools getting infected mm. But, you know, obviously we're going to have to see how that pans out over the next next few weeks. Mm-hmm. 
what I'm just curious to know is what is the what are the opinions, thoughts, feelings, uh, perspectives of the teens themselves regarding social distancing? Oh, oh, Alex has some. Okay, you got you, you got the scoop here because I'll tell you what I'll tell you what I was walking down the street the other day on Sherbrooke, as you know, I, I live downtown close to the College de Montréal, and the kids had just finished. There were a bunch of them diverting into the alley to go do who knows what. And then there were three, uh, you know, younger boys all wearing masks. And they were just like looking at that group going down the alley. And as I passed by, and I quote, one of those boys said, one of those three wearing the mask, he goes, oh my God, they're a bunch of effing idiots. They're not even wearing masks. Huh. Okay. This is unique. That was my first perspective in, inside what, in the mind of a teenager living here in downtown Montreal, I mean, or attending the school downtown Montreal, about how they might feel towards the whole uh, situation regarding uh, preventative measures. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, I mean, that's that to me, that's fascinating. Here I thought, like, okay, maybe teens, uh, maybe, of course, we, are, we all have different opinions and whatnot, but my perspective was more leaned towards teenagers having that optimistic bias, like, we're going to be fine, we're untouchable, and, you know, this thing won't, won't even bother us. But Alex, she's got the scoop. <laughs> all right, let's hear it. So I was at the school with them on their very first day. Since it was Labor Day on Monday, everybody went back to school on Tuesday. And I noticed a little bit of pushback from the students. Uh, Not in the sense that they didn't want to wear the mask at all, but it was just, you know, they walked in with the mask. But once they got inside, reflex is always to take it off. So we got a lot of pushback from them because they were saying things like, yeah, but miss, I'm not next to anybody right now why do i have to have the mask on or you know miss like i'm just walking why do i have to cover my my face with my mask that type of stuff so there there was a little bit of hesitancy i guess on the whole mask situation but generally a lot of them i guess like we are now they're just used to it so they were fine Mm -hmm. and Honestly, like it wasn't it wasn't that bad. And what's crazy, though, is that from Tuesday to Friday, the attitude changed so quickly. On Friday, nobody said a word. Hmm. What do you think that is? I guess maybe because like it was their first day back at school. So they were really not digging the whole mask thing. Or maybe they just weren't used to the whole routine. But by Friday, we still had to remind a few kids when they were coming out of their classroom to put the mask back on when they entered the common area. But it was just like, oh, yeah, I just forgot to put on my mask. It wasn't any, no, I don't want to put on my mask. It was, I think they just genuinely forgot, which I think happens mm-hmm. to most of us sometimes. We don't automatically think about it, but then we realize, oh, we're in a public space. Like, let me just throw on my mask real quick. Yeah. But overall, I definitely noticed a shift. I don't know where that came from, but we went from pushback to barely having to tell the kids to put their mask on the only thing that they're really upset about some of them is that they're not in the same class as their friends and because they have to respect their bubble and their their class they're they're sneaky you know they're they're like can i go to the bathroom then they'll go to the bathroom but then they'll go in front of their friend's class and they'll be like hey what's up okay they can't really interact within the school so that's the only thing really that's been Mm -hmm. bothersome to them i think must be tough Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see Lucas' face being like, you know what? I'd be one of those kids. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, you already know. Yeah, you already know. Especially if like Pat's in the other room. Oh boy, oh boy. Pat's in the other classroom. You already know. That's it. I'm rolling by. Shout out to Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyone we say like, just shout out. Bottom line. Yeah. yeah. Sh- shout out to Pat. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's an adjustment, right? Yeah, that's it. It's adjustment. I feel like I'm in I'm in a weird situation right now where it's like I've become so used to it that it feels weird not having my mask. Yeah. Like I yeah. found myself a few times this weekend where I'm like, where's my mask? And it's legit on my face. <laughs> it happened to me like a few times this weekend where I thought I lost my mask, but it was legit on my <laughs> face. And it's like, it's so weird because when it first started, like it was like such like I always like think, oh, I hate having a mask. There's so much anxiety. Oh, my God, I have a mask. You know, and now, like now, it's just like it's sort of becoming like everyday life. Like I'm at the gym, I have a mask on. I'm doing this, I have a mask on. It's like it's embedded in you. Mm-hmm. That's it. Just part, it's gonna be weird now transitioning back when society. I agree. Gets back to its new normal. I agree. Like, there is no mask. You know. Yeah. No. No. Like, dude, not even just for masks. Now watching TV or shows or movies, whatever. I I look at the characters doing their thing as I'm watching them. And sometimes they're going for a hug, they're going for a kiss, there's a fight scene. I'm just like, oh, damn, they're not socially, they're not social distancing there. Well, you can't do that. Exactly. <laughs> we can't do that. Get away. No, no, no. That's it. And I'm just like, no, wait, what the fuck? I'm just like, why is that happening? And it's yeah. just, I, I, you brought up an, an interesting point about what we've been feeling. And it's a lot of anxiety, mm-hmm. all right, about what's currently going on. And if if you live with someone that's immunosuppressed or has a sensitive um, health condition and you're looking out for them, then I can only imagine that amplifies more of what you must be feeling inside, especially when it comes down to protecting yourself in order to protect your loved ones or those you care mm-hmm. about. So, yeah, no, it's it's weird. It really is. But, uh, yeah, no, let's uh, let, let's see where it goes. I'm curious to know, Alex, I mean, how I mean, that's just week one or w- week two. Something week, like one. That. week one okay like who's to say like i mean that one kid just won't rebel a couple months from now and he goes like i have had it you know it's possible leads uh possible. leads a revolt burning of masks and i'm kidding i'm kidding oh, i mean that's a bit highly doubt it highly yeah we've already, we've already seen that happening that we have these, these anti-mask protests going on yeah hey man people are getting very creative <laughs> oh dude you know like i mean what's happening within yourself during this entire unique, interesting, stressful, anxious period in our human history. And personally, regarding change, it's just um, just learning to juggle you know, as much as you can and then some. To clarify with that, it's just, I mean, when this thing hit, I mean, we were all in, you know, going upon our own you know, journeys here, going about life, trying to figure it out. You're doing what you're doing, whatever that is. And then COVID hits and it's just, I mean, I mean, what do you do? Because I mean, for myself, I mean, personally, I mean, I had uh, family members that were going through health issues. I had I had family members dying. Um, I mean, everything got shut down. You can't see your loved ones. And like, what do you do when you, you feel like life is just coming down on you really hard? You know, and personally, as I mentioned, I, I had a moment, I, I stopped for a moment. I was like, what the hell am I going to do? just freaking out, but freaking out in the sense that I'm just, I'm just running around in my mind. What helped me during that time to commit to this adaptation, okay, of what we're going through is just the mindset and just keeping a clear vision of where you want to be. And where I want to be at the end of the day is on the other side of this whole thing, but having been successful, knowing that I've been still able to manage with everything that I, for myself, I'm expected to do because I still care about those things. They still mean something to me. It means something for me to finish my degree, to take care of my family, to look after my friends, and still know that, I mean, as Lucas said it, there's light at the end of that tunnel, but you gotta keep pushing towards it, if you want to, Mm -hmm. of course. That is not always easy to do. It's easier said than done. 
But if you keep that vision, that goal bright and alive and in front of you, and you let people know about it, you communicate about it, then it's it's achievable to get there. Yeah. What about you guys? What do you feel about that? I completely agree with you, actually. Mm-hmm. I, t- I totally agree, actually. You know, there's going to be, you know, these hard times. Eventually, you can get to a point where you're going to be sitting somewhere just feeling happy in the moment. And you're just going to look back and be like, wow, I got through that, you know, mm-hmm. depending on whatever your situation is right now and how, you know, how tough life feels right now. Everything always actually does get better in the end with time. And, you know, that's why I sort of emphasized before, you know, keep on pushing. Things will get better uh, as time goes by. Yeah. Oh, I hear that, man. I hear that. Yeah. Well, I think we've hit everything. Yeah. That's beautiful, Luca. Luca's happy. <laughs> uh, I know you guys can't see it. That smile. Uh, he is. He is. He, he had a beautiful smile right there. <laughs> um, we are working. Some of you have been requesting or curious as to when we will be getting some video out. And it is a part of our plan. We want to. We're looking forward uh, to doing it. So we're not in a rush, but we wanted just to let you know it's on the list and we will get there when we get there. And if yep. you're still there, hey, hey, thank you. You're in for a treat. That you are. <laughs> that you are. We might be in trouble, to be honest. Oh. That's it. I mean, Luca, can you keep it together? I mean, nah. He He's just nodding his head and just like no. just smiling. <laughs> we might be in trouble. We might be in trouble. That's okay. Anyway. All right. So I've said all I've had to say. What about you? I think before we let you guys go for today, uh, there's just some acknowledgements that we would like to share with you guys. For Faisal, thank you for helping us with the beautiful pics, helping us uh, market ourselves. I'm so glad he's not dead. (laughs) (laughs) I really am. (laughs) I swear, I swear. And also a really big thank you to my friend Jay, who has been doing all of our designs and helping us format everything for all of our social media. So a really big thank you to him. And a big thank you to everybody who has, like Alan said, been on the short journey so far, but for the long run, we appreciate all of your feedback and just you supporting us and listening. That's it. Thank you, Luca. Yeah. Tell the people how you feel, man. Oh, yeah. Tell them. Yeah. Thank you to everyone who's um, who's been helping us, uh, just like, you know, shouting us out and uh, taking the time to um, push our content. And, you know, it's greatly appreciated. You know, this is something new to us and we're still growing and learning how to, you know, market and how to go That's about. Sure. Yeah. Um, but we've been blessed so far with, you know, just having, a, honestly, just a really great supporting uh, cast around us, you know, so... Um, so thank you to everyone who's offered to, um, you know, to shout us out and who have been supporting us so far. Yeah. And if you guys like what you hear, great. Maybe give us a thumbs up, join the page, tell a friend, tell your parents, tell the dog. I'm sure they'll get the word out fast too, man. Okay. <laughs> no, but uh, in all seriousness, like uh, if you enjoy it, that's great. Thank you so much. And uh, help us spread the word. That way we can keep doing what we're doing here. Yeah. Okay, guys. So I think we're going to wrap this up. Remember, we are Alpha Relations, and we're all about driving the change forward. We didn't forget. We didn't forget. (laughs) That's it. All right, guys. All right. So there we go. So you have a wonderful day, night, evening, morning, wherever you are. Alex is like, yeah. Yeah. That's great. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Luca, are you not going to say bye? (laughs) Bye. Okay, 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 okay. Like, again, without the laughter, all right, tell the people you say bye. (laughs) Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.